Welcome to Sports BKC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Friday, February 5th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Two more sleeps before Super Bowl Sunday, and this will be our last show until after the game. The next time you hear Sports Beat KC, we'll be unraveling the contest between the Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. It's been the oddest of Super Bowl buildup weeks to conclude the strangest of seasons. Somehow, the NFL got through its entire schedule without a reduction of games or delaying the postseason. No other major team sport accomplished that feat in 2020 or so far this year. On today's show, you're going to hear from a Chiefs player who won't participate in the game, but will be there in spirit. Our Vahe Gregorian had a great conversation this week with Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, who remains in his native Quebec, putting his medical degree to work and working on the pandemic front lines. Duvernay-Tardif, who won a ring last season as an offensive guard, was the first NFL player to opt out this season. Vahe's got a column about Dr. LDT that'll appear on KansasCity.com Friday and in the Star's print editions on Sunday. We'll take a break and then hear from someone we haven't heard from all week. Let's see, we've had sound from quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, from Tampa Bay Times reporters, and from our Star coverage team, but no Andy Reid. Well, that changes today. We'll hear what the Chiefs head man had to say in his final meeting with reporters on Thursday. So, Let's get going and eavesdrop on Vahe Gregorian's conversation with Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. I feel like what I'm doing is hard or difficult. Uh, honestly, I, I look at all the healthcare workers that have been doing that for the past 20 years and, and, and some of them working like overtime for the past six months because we don't have enough staff. And, you know, I'm only there two to three days a week. Like, who am I to complain, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, at the end of the day, when, when you... When you realize what you have, it's way easier to uh, to go through your day and, and try to give back. I, you've indicated, I think, to one of the Toronto papers that you, you do you do plan to come back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you have any kind of? You probably have no way of knowing that timeline, but I, 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 can you just uh, speak to that and what kind of shape you're in? I mean, I'm, I'm in a pretty good shape, to be honest. Um, of course, it's a it, it's it's a big challenge right now to to lift the weights that I need to be lifting and everything because all the gyms are closed. But um, that's that's like the only thing I can really control right now is to make sure that I show up in Kansas City in the best physical shape possible. And then, uh, how do you say that in English? We'll let the stone fall when they where they might be falling or something. <laughs> chips, the chips, the chips, exactly the chips. <laughs> um. So I, you're still so you're able to get decent workouts in, but largely on your own in, in the the Laurent home gym. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're on Instagram. Like, I, yeah, I build a I build a a pretty cool setup on my balcony. So uh, I'm training outside right now. It's getting a little too cold, but um, I'm figuring out other options as we speak. <laughs> you're and that balcony because I remember for a while you had two places, but you still have just the apart. This like you'll watch the Super Bowl in that apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so and, like your big screen TV. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Chiefs fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System is open, safe, and has extended hours to see you quickly. You deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com/sportsmedicine. We're proud that the University of Kansas Health System is the official health care provider of the Chiefs. 
Um, tell me about your association with Microbon micro or Microband. Microband 24, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, this is neat, and it sounds like you're, part of it's going to be honoring, honoring a Chiefs fan. Yeah, Chiefs fan, but actually all the sanitation worker, you know, I feel like um, with my time working on the front line, you realize that it's not only like you wearing the PPE equipment and, and the nurse and everything. it's also like all the people that work to keep us safe by cleaning all the surface and uh, Microband 24 put an awesome program called the Most Valuable Protector, uh, which stands for, you know, MVP at the same time. And uh, and that's what, that's what we'll do. You know, we're going to honor all those people shine a spotlight on them because I truly believe like they're, they're like the real hero of 2020. Uh, so, you know, that's what I've been trying to do for the past year to like recognize those people through my social platform and everything. And to be able to do it with microben is it's truly an honor. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. And on top of that, like all those people, like uh, you're referring to the cheese fan, all those people, like those 150 people that work in Kansas City to keep the stadium clean, with the microband product and stuff, um, like they deserve a lot of credit, and I think we're going to surprise them with a pretty cool stuff, you know, uh, VIP NFL experience. Along those lines, I think you said that this is probably true about whether it's doctors, football players, sanitation workers. Your sense of what a hero is has changed over the last year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like to be honest, like we can go about our business right now, whether it's playing football or just you know, living at home, being in Montreal right now, because there are people that are making those enormous sacrifices, um, you know, dedicating their time, uh, sacrificing their family and everything in order to protect us, you know, and I think, uh, I think it, not that it's easy to be a hero when you have a spotlight on you, but it's for sure easier. Like all those people that um, go about their business every day and, and try to like they dedicate themselves to ke- taking care of us, to cleaning our surfaces so we can go about our business. And, and I feel like they deserve a lot of credit for that, for sure. What's been the most enjoyable part for you, Andy, to see the guys who didn't play in this game last year uh, help the team push to make it back so that they could have their opportunities? Guys, whether they're rookies or guys like Andrew Wiley, Alex Okafor, Juan Thornhill, what's it been like to see? Yeah, D. Williams. He, D. Williams came down to the game and uh, hung out of practice. I mean, it was uh, so he sat through the heat there of, of the practices we had and, and and watched, and he was there every day. And and so I, yeah, I think that's um, you know that's it's a neat deal for all those guys, um, and and they've they've really. You know, they've made a point of talking to people about it. They've also made a point of, of working hard so that they have the, an opportunity to show in this game. Go next to Nancy Armour. Go, Nancy. Hey, Andy. Um, can you just describe the, the evolution maybe of um, Travis, both personally and professionally? And think back to, you know, when you drafted him, I know you had the conversation with him and Jason um, just about your expectations has he met those or exceeded them, um, what you were kind of hoping when you guys drafted him? Yeah, well, that was just more about how we r- roll with things and <clears throat> where you'd need to kind of get to, to to stay with it. And so I would tell you that, yeah, no, he's matched it and exceeded that part. Uh, football-wise, you never know what you're going to get really until you have them there and they're doing it. So I tell you, he's greatly exceeded that and – and he's trying to get better than what he is, so which I appreciate. Yeah. Next to Aaron Ladd, go ahead, Aaron. Coach, I'm stealing your words here, but you said 
I'm old and most of my old head football coaches, when they get down right in the red zone, they're just going to run the ball. They're, they're going to hand it off to their, their running back. But you guys, you're doing the shovel passes, the Ferrari package. Where does that evolution come from? Was there a point in time this season where you said, we're just going to lean in on, on our talent and getting weird here? Yeah. I mean, we try to have fun with it the best we can and everybody contributes. I've got uh, some really good coaches, assistant coaches. I, you guys know that I've got players that have chipped in on plays and, um, they, they just, they have a blast with it. And so I've always encouraged that, um, uh, throughout my career. And I, I don't want to stop because I'm old, you, you know, I want to keep that going, try to do it a little bit better. And so that's what we do. We, we try to stay creative and, and try to have some fun with it. We don't really have much in this week, but you know, that's all right. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. We'll go next to Mark Potash. Go ahead, Mark. Hi, Andy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Coaching aggressiveness has been rewarded in these playoffs for a lot of teams, but especially for you. And I'm uh, curious, how how have you developed that feel over the years for when to be aggressive, when to play it safe, if there is such a thing as a feel? And is it any greater, is that feel any greater now as a more experienced coach than when you were less experienced as a head coach? Yeah, I, well, listen, I think with experience, uh, you probably have a better feel for it. Um, I, I just think naturally, I, I think you'd have a better feel for it. So. I tell you yes on that, um, uh, and then you, you got to make decisions. I mean, that's the seat that I sit in, and um, and so uh, if I feel like we need to stay aggressive, then that's where we go, and we we try to do that all the way around on both sides of the ball. Spags does it, Eb does it, Tove does it <clears throat> within within reason, and all those guys are experienced guys, and they kind of. Uh, we talk about it. It just kind of fits in with our with all our thinking. Go next to Len Jennings. Go ahead, Len. Hey, Coach. I'm just uh, curious how your Saturday, what your Saturday uh, plans look like, and how does it compare to the Saturday before last year's Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean it's similar. Um, we we're, we just won't be there the whole day. Uh, we'll, we'll come down in the afternoon and and we'll go through our normal procedure that we do on a road game. I mean, that's kind of the card that you're dealt here. So, um, and that's okay. Uh, we're, we're good with that. We, we know that routine. We'll stick with it. And, um, you know, then, then we'll get ready for the game the same way <clears throat> for a, that we do for an, uh, an evening game. And uh, nothing, that part won't change either. So uh, we'll at least be familiar with that part, yes. Let's go next to Matt Tanner. Go ahead, Matt. Hi, Coach. Hi, Matt. 
I just wanted to ask you about uh, Steve Spagnolo. How important is he to the team's success? And has he made you reconsider any of your coaching philosophies? Yeah, well, Steve's excellent. I, I think we know that. Um, uh, he was a head coach in this league, rightly so, and we'll probably get another shot at it here, too, to do it again. So in the next few years. So he, he, he's he got a great feel for the game. And, yeah, we bounce things off of each other all the time. I mean, that's important. Um, his experience uh, uh, is very valuable to really the whole offensive staff. Um, and, and we all listen, we all love talking football. So it's easy. It's easy conversation. Let's go next to Steve Walls. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Andy, how are you doing? Good, Steve. Hey, I talked to a couple of your uh, former players this week, and they both said the same thing. You are a player's coach. And, and guys will run through a wall for you. Do you do you feel that at all, or are you just kind of like in the moment? Well, listen. I mean, I've, I've been fortunate to have some really really good guys, and um, you know that they just love to play. I mean, that's a, that's a part I appreciate the most about these guys. Is uh, yeah, they're gifted. They work hard. They do all that. But the love of the game is something I appreciate, and so uh, it's not hard to treat guys good when you have those kind of players uh, that want to do that. I've been fortunate with the GMs that I've been with that that have uh, fed those kind of players into the program. So uh, from a coaching standpoint, I heck, I enjoy coming to work every day. I love working with these guys. And um, and I felt that same way when I was in Philadelphia. We just had good human beings that, that love to play. And I'm not even talking about talent. I'm, the talent aside. So, I, but you guys love playing the game. Let's go next to Jeff Doton. Go ahead, Jeff. Um, speaking of those former Eagles players, uh, this week Terrell Owens was saying how much he's going to be rooting for you and how and the Chiefs. I know it ended turbulently with him, but w- what are your feelings about Ter- Terrell? Yeah, so I like Terrell, um, and he's a competitive kid. Uh, he and Donovan had something really special and wherever it is today, it is. But I mean, that, that, that was a special, special connection. I saw it when, when they were playing in the pro bowls. Um, they, they just, there was something, they, they just needed to look at each other and they, they had this connection and, and they carried that over to just have a fantastic year in Philadelphia, the year that we went to the Super Bowl. So, um, I, I try to remember the good times. There were so many good times, and I, I focus on that. Things happen in this business, man, and I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a grudge holder. I've never been that way, um, you know. And I, I've talked with him, uh, and I'm, I'm close with Donovan. I'm close with him, and uh, you know, my wish would be that those two uh, just bring it back together. Got time for one more? We'll go last to Rob Collins. Good, Rob. Hey, Coach, uh, happy to report that it's 62 degrees and sunny in Tampa, so you have that to look forward to when you get here. <laughs> Great. Good. Yep. Bruce Arians this morning was talking about uh, sticking to a routine and how critical it was during the Super Bowl, and obviously they're here in their home, and you guys are back in Kansas City. I'm just wondering if you deviated at all from what you did last year, and how different is it for you guys? Well, it's a bit different just because of the media setup. Um, we were the home team, and we had the choice of when we – uh, could could use the media um, and that. And so um, this is a bit different just time-wise, but it really, it actually fits right in with uh, our normal schedule. So it's, it hasn't been a big disruption at all. 
Coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Yeah, you know, let me just say one thing. Uh, my my heart goes out to the Schottenheimer family. Marty and I were close, and what a great person. He was great to me as a young football coach, and uh, nobody did it better than he did. And I'm hoping we can mend him. Uh, but most of all, his family, uh, they're, they're staying strong. And I had a chance to talk to Brian last night, and I appreciated uh, the, the conversation. So, and uh, my heart goes out to him. That'll do it for today and this week on Sportsbeat KC. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs and the Super Bowl and Vahe's story on Laurent Duvernay-Tardif can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Another deal for you, especially for those that want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage, and what better time to join in? For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. How do you get it? You go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. You want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional national news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at accounts.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And if you're having trouble hunting down any of the offers, you send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I will get you to the right place. So... Whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Monday with a complete review of Super Bowl 55. Talk to you then. Bye.